your Christmas? My Christmas was absolutely fantastic. How was yours? Oh, <laughs> boy. Best Christmas ever. Yeah, I would say the same. Yeah, totally enjoyed it. Did you buy any gifts? Um, one. Mm-hmm. I bought one gift for the most important person in my life. I'm beginning to get the impression that you bought that gift for you. Because I didn't get any gifts. <laughs> oh, well, that's yes. not true. Yes, it was me. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. You took our advice. Yes, you I did. You bought yourself something nice. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I got myself something really good, too. But I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. It was very personal. Ah. But it was fantastic. <laughs> All right, I, I won't pry. Yes, it was just, it's just me and my jokes. <laughs> You know, let me tell you what we're going to talk about today. Oh, you're telling me? I'm telling you what we are going to talk about today. Yes, sir. See, we had a conversation earlier this week, remember? Yep. And we were going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Yes. And what did you say to me? I don't do New Year's resolutions. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I never really have. I think, yeah, I've seen every. Other people do them, and then, you know, February comes around, and where'd it go? They just disappear. Yeah. I, I was one of those people. I used to do it, mm-hmm. and this year I've decided I'm I'm not going to do it again. Um, again, this is my new liberated self. Mm-hmm. I'm finally beginning to apply self-regulation and mindfulness and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm growing up now. Emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, yes. Mm-hmm. I have exited the matrix. <laughs> Believe it or not. But mm-hmm. I, I want to tell you about when I used to practice um, those New Year's resolutions. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Okay. When, when you're caught in this cycle of here we go again. And I would say, you know, make sure you listen to this podcast all the way to the end. Because we want to help you get out of that cycle. Mm-hmm. We want to help you liberate yourself from what everyone else does to control your life. Mm-hmm. From people who have experience in doing so. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. So, yeah. Uh, what used to happen to me, and it's really funny when I thought, when I started to go through the process of uh, let's say, call it a deconstruction, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of break your mind down. You try to figure out, well, w- why do I do this every year? Why? Yep. And I never used to ask those questions. No. What used to happen was I would have Christmas, and I would tell myself this was good. There was mm-hmm. ham. There was turkey. There was good food. Mm-hmm. I like cooking. I like eating. Delicious food. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you don't tell yourself is you gain an extra five pounds. Yep. You know why? Because you lie to yourself and say, I'm starting the gym in January. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you justify it. Yes, it's a New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose 20 pounds or I'm going to mm. do some fantastical thing. Mm-hmm. And, and you just say, yes, this is going to be me. Uh, here's the other one. Uh, my relationship my partner is going to be better. Mm. Yep. That was another lie I used to tell myself. So, you know, Christmas came around. We all got along very well. We bought each other gifts, which means we must love each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, you know, 
forget all the trauma of, oh, you didn't get me what I really wanted. You should have spent more time doing this and all the other blah, blah, blah. But we love each other, so we make up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so maybe you had some Christmas night sex if you were lucky. You know, Santa came down your chimney, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's the imagery of that, right? <laughs> <laughs> right so uh yeah and and you forget mm. for whatever reason you forget what this was really about and then you know december 31st creeps upon you and you start to feel hopeful you know everyone is like kind of you know they're doing a recap of all the music of all the songs mm, yeah. you know and that kind of gets you like nostalgic kind of thing oh yeah, yeah i remember that one i remember this thing and you start to enjoy yourself a little bit and then you're looking forward to ringing in the new year as they would say mm-hmm. and so the whole idea is you you want to forgive and forget mm. yeah that's how they get you yep you mm. forgive and you forget that's what i used to do I forgive her for all the things that she did that made me feel hurt and awful and bad. And, of course, I would be required to forget it. No, of course. I mean, you can't hang that over their heads now, can you? (laughs) No, no. How is this relationship going to work if you're still holding on to that? Have you ever experienced that, Tiffany? (laughs) As a matter of fact, I have experienced that, actually. So, story time. Um, So, in... My last relationship, uh, the insecurity on my ex-partner's side had been building for quite some time. Um, I wasn't aware of this at the time, how it was building inside of him. But if I look back, I can see all the signs. So this one lovely night, um, we go to the bar for a couple of drinks with uh, his sister, brother-in-law, and a couple of their friends. And uh, long story short, I guess, I've been playing pool with with some people and get back to the table, it's time to pay the bill. And he's bitching and complaining that I played pool with these guys all night and I didn't get free drinks and, you know, as a joke. And I was kind of like, haha, yeah, whatever. And then he kept going with it and kept going and going and going. And I'm like, okay, that's 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 enough now. Because it was getting to the point where it was, like, getting anger, or he was getting angry. Hmm. And I'm like, huh, okay, it's weird. But not at the same time. So we get back to the house, and he's still, like, going off. Like, I I don't even know what he was saying, because I blocked it out. And so I'm just laying there, trying to go to sleep, and he keeps yapping his fucking face off. And uh, then I go to the spare bedroom so I try to sleep and um I should have known this at the time but I realized that to leave these people alone cool off does not work for these people when you leave them alone it just festers more inside of them you've abandoned them so yeah they just get more and more and more angry when you leave them alone and you're functional brain is like okay i'll just let them cool off you know emotions are high there's drinks involved so i know how that goes but um 
yeah, he just got more and more angry, barges into the room, says, you didn't pay for that bed, get the fuck out. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I, I mastered the gray rock method before this, by the way, so I was, I was, you know. Calm and oh. stone cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I had mastered that method. And it, let me tell you, it works. It absolutely works. So that was, that was uh, how that part went. So I'm, I'm still laying there, and he says, no, really, get the fuck out. And he said it like three times, and I'm like, oh, you're serious. He's like, yeah, I'm serious. Get the fuck out. I'm like, okay. So I go run around the house, pack a couple bags. It was, um, by the way, it was in November here in Canada, minus, I think it was minus 25 mm-hmm. or 30, 3 in the morning. Well. And uh, he knew full and well I had nowhere to go. I had nowhere to go at 3 in the morning. Even if it was during the day, I would have nowhere to go. Anyway, so I packed my bag. I left. And, uh, yeah, that was that. Then I actually stayed at uh, my work. So at least I had, you know, some place to go. Anyway, so whenever I would bring this up to him, and tell him how much it hurt me for him kicking me out of my house and taking away my security, or ultimately, he would say that I was hanging it over his head and that if I just can't get over it, then how are we going to move on? And the first, when I went back, because I, like I said, I had nowhere else to go, the next day when I went back, as soon as I walked through that door, where were you? Were you with another guy? And I'm like, are you fucking serious? His insecurities were showing at that point, weren't they? Wow, that's not, not are you okay? Not, um, I'm so sorry. Where were you? Where'd you go? Wow. Anyway, that was my story. That's my story about having things hung over their heads when you just can't let it go. That was a pretty (laughs) tough one to hear you retaliate. I mean, I've heard the story before, but the emotions are pretty high right now in your room. Um, I got to bring myself back down. I think the thing about doing this too, when when we make the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. We're reliving that moment. You're reliving that negative energy. Um, You know, the trauma is building again. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to share this with people so that they don't make the same mistake. Mm-hmm. And that's what this podcast is about today. Mm-hmm. New Year's is coming. And mm-hmm. you're going to be tempted to forgive and mm-hmm. forget. Mm-hmm. You don't have to suffer in silence. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things about not forgetting, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the thing that will actually save you. Forgiveness, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, because every well, we know that forgiveness is not for the other person; it's for you. It's for you. Yep. It allows you to relieve yourself of the fact that hey, uh, you chose this. Mm-hmm. You know, like this was your choice. You chose to be here. You chose to be in this relationship, and this is what you're living with. But decision is the same 
power that you can wield again to choose something different. Mm -hmm. Change. Yep. You know, I mean, I do like the idea some extent of, yeah, there's a sense of newness and freshness and a new year is coming. Mm -hmm. You want to use it like a milestone marker to start something new. Yeah, start something new. Mm -hmm. Just don't start something new again. Because you're mm -hmm. just lying to yourself that you think you're doing something new. What you're really doing mm -hmm. is just rehashing the same challenges you had from the year before. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the messed up part about it. Because when you forgive and forget, you're just allowing yourself to be abused all over again. Yep. And in turn, you're telling that person, it's okay that you did this. Yes. You can continue to do this because I, I'm forgetting all about it. So yeah. go on, keep abusing me. Because if I forget about it and you do it again, well, it never happened before. Mm -hmm. There's no pattern of abuse. There's no habits. Mm -hmm. No, this is the first time. So every time is the first time and it confuses your brain because your brain knows, God, this feels rather familiar. Mm -hmm. That's how they get you. Yep. Change. If mm -hmm. you're going to change, make the change. Yep. Which is, it's <laughs> not an easy thing to do. Like the reason why I wound up in a relationship with a very, very similar person than what I came from, my ex-husband, it's because I didn't learn enough from the first one. I didn't, I didn't see the red flags either, but I, I felt them, but I ignored them. You didn't want to bring it into your cautious mind. You left it in your subconscious. You allowed yourself to have the feelings. You didn't convert that into a conscious thought of, I know what this is. There mm -hmm. was no mindfulness. Right. Yeah. So yeah. because of that, I wound up in a very similar situation. And I remember struggling in my mind that the things I was feeling were so familiar from the first one. I struggled with, well, is this how I'm actually feeling now? Is this, am I experiencing this now? Or is this my trauma from the past? Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to decipher which one of those things it was. Yep. And then I finally realized, no, this is happening in the present moment. Yes. This is not the trauma from the past. This is happening right now. That's the effect of forgive and forget. When you choose to forget, it's like disassociation. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, something traumatic happens to you and your mind separates from your body and you just can't remember what it is anymore. Yep. You've literally chosen to wipe that slate clean, turn a new page. All of these are things that we associate with a new year. Mm -hmm. But they could be damaging. Oh, yeah. So here's how I... <laughs> You know, when I started this journey um, early this year, one of the things I did for 2023, I asked myself three questions. I'm going to give you those three questions now. Mm. First question I asked myself is, uh, do you remember the resolutions you made the year before? Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember all those promises that you made yourself? Hmm. So I'm asking you now, as you're listening to me, uh, can you remember your 2023 resolution? Can you really remember them? 
Maybe you wrote them down. Maybe. Who knows? Go find them if you can. Mm-hmm. Next question I ask myself is, did you achieve them? Hmm. Did you get one of them at least? Anything at all? Hmm. And then I ask myself, are you living the life that you dreamt? That life that you were thinking about when you made the resolution, mm-hmm. when you made those intentions and you said, this year, this is what I'm going to do mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to get. Now, here's the thing. I grew a no to every single one of those questions early this year. Mm. When I started 2023, and I was about to make resolutions, and I asked myself those three questions, the answer was no. No, mm. I could not remember my resolutions from the January before. I couldn't remember them. That idea, I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't achieve anything, therefore, because if I had remembered, I would be doing it. Exactly. <laughs> right? So the answer to that was also no. Mm-hmm. And then, was I living the life that I was dreaming of? Definitely not. Because here I am making resolutions again. Mm-hmm. I'm not living it. And because I had answered no to those three questions, I told myself, no more resolutions. Mm-hmm. I'm not resolving to do anything anymore by setting it based on a date. Yeah. First of January. No. Yeah. Growing and changing should be an ongoing process every single day. Yes. Not wait for one specific day to mm-hmm. decide that, you know, this is going to be better. This is going to change. Like, it's like waiting. For to Christmas? D- exactly. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, I really want to buy him this, but ah, now. I'll just, I'll buy it now, but I'll, I'll wait for Christmas to give it to him, even though he could use it right now. It would mm-hmm. be really helpful for him to have it right now, but nah, I'll wait until Christmas. Yeah, then it'll be special. Yeah, and that's what we do. We start this process at the beginning of a year, and we think that we're going to be able to sustain it. Mm-hmm. The reason it doesn't work is because you forget. Mm-hmm. You don't see the patterns. You don't understand the habits. You don't understand why you're self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. The reason you do is because you have a set of habits that are going to override any resolution that you make. Yep. Yeah, old uh, programming yep. environment, exactly. bad environments. You haven't changed your environment. Mm-hmm. You're living with the same person. It's the same mm-hmm. narcissist. Yep. When you forget what they've done to you, what they've hurt you with, what they constantly gaslight you with, you're just repeating the same formula that got you in the place you are in in the first place. Yep. Yep. The reason why I wound up with the same kind of persons, I didn't change. Exactly. I didn't make my mind up that I, what I would put up with and what I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It was, and I, I take full responsibility for winding up in the same type of thing. Yeah. I didn't do enough to protect me. And that's the trick, right? So when they say to you, forgive and forget, turn a new leaf, what you're doing basically is giving them literally the space to make the identical 
mistakes and situations repeat themselves again. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like if it's the first time. But if you mm-hmm. tell yourself the truth, you should forgive. You should never forget. Mm-hmm. You should never let it go. This is what we call lessons learned. Mm-hmm. If you've learned your lesson, you don't want to forget it. Yep. You don't. What would happen if every time you wanted to ride your bicycle, you mm-hmm. had to learn to ride all over again? Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> I mean, the older you get, you know, you fall a little harder, right? Uh-huh. Ain't nobody want to have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just want to go to the grocery store and you say, oh, I'll just hop on my bike. It's like, whoa, whoa. How do you do that again? Nobody does that. It doesn't make any logical sense. But we do this stuff with our lives. I did this for more than 20 years, people. More than 20 years. Every December 31, I made resolutions. I told myself it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to change because I just hope it does. You didn't take control. I did not take control of my life. What I Mm -hmm. did was allow myself to accept that someone else Mm -hmm. promised that they were going to give me a better life. Mm -hmm. Hoping that something outside of you would give it to you, would grant you your wish. That's what it is. It's about wishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Wishes. They're they're just wasteful dreams. Mm -hmm. Somebody else is in control. Somebody else is driving you. Somebody else is holding the joystick. Mm-hmm. There is no joy in this for you. Yeah, They've got this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish this person would treat me better. Yeah. I wish, I wish they wouldn't yell at me. I wish they wouldn't call me names. Mm-hmm. You can't control other people. Yeah, but you can control yourself. Absolutely. The only thing you can control. Yeah. Your thoughts, your emotions, your actions. Here's the thing I did. I implemented a process that I call the five W's. Yeah. I'm excited. Tell me yeah. about it. Yeah. So what I do, I look at what I'm dreaming of. I think about it. Mm-hmm. And I think, when would I like this dream to be real? And I say, by the end of the year, this thing that I'm dreaming of, I want it to be real right here, right now. And I started to think of what I wanted. It didn't involve anyone else. It was Mm -hmm. what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I knew when I wanted it by. Why did I want it? Thought about that long and hard. That's my second W. So it's when, then why. And I said, the reason I want this, my why, is that I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. This is just for me. It doesn't matter anyone else. Because what I learned is that you can't dream for other people. Mm-hmm. Not effectively, not functionally. In fact, that's the reason why we were stuck in these type of relationships. We were living someone else's dream. We were living someone else's ideals and ideas that satisfied them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I want that when I get home, you do this. 
I want this and I want that. They tell you what they want and you live up to their expectations. You make their dreams come true. How they want you to act, what to say. It's not about you. (laughs) It's only about them. I learned that I needed to dream for me. That was my why. Once it was authentic and genuine, I embraced my dream. <laughs> then, I, then I started to say, okay, so who? Who am I going to be? What is this thing that I'm creating in me going to look like? Who am I going to look like a year from now when this dream is real? Mm. Am I going to be happy with who I am a year from now? And then I asked myself this question. What if they don't like it? What if mm-hmm. other people that I was connected to didn't like who I became? Mm-hmm. Would that be a factor for me? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. You know, it's like living in New York, for example, and your dream said, you know, when you imagine your dream, you see yourself on the sunny West Coast of California. Mm-hmm. And that person says to you, oh, I don't see how this is going to work. Do you change your dream? Sadly, most people do. Yes. Not this time. Not mm-hmm. for me. I embrace my dream 100%. Mm-hmm. I embrace who I wanted to be because that's the thing that made me happiness. And I thought mm-hmm. of what? And my thought was, you know, what do I need to do to get there? Mm-hmm. What would it be like when I'm there? And, you know, if I was actually having all the watts that it took right now, I'd be living my dream. Do I have what it takes? What changes mm-hmm. would I need to make to make my dreams real? And I started to think, what would I have to add? What would I have to take away? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'm still seeing the dream. I'm still having the good feelings. It's real inside my mind, and I'm experiencing the positivity of it. Then I said to myself, where? Where am I? Am I in a mm-hmm. place that allows this dream to exist? I checked mm-hmm. my environment, and I recognized I'm not. Where I am is not an enabling environment. Can't be myself. I have mm-hmm. to be someone else in order for my partner to be happy mm-hmm. because their insecurities are so overpowering. Yep. They, they can't mm-hmm. allow you to be yourself because they're so jealous. They're so concerned about who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You're cheating on me. They're wasting your time. Yep. Yeah, when you're in the thick of it, you don't realize you're living somebody else's life. It's not yours. Not at all. They want you to believe it's yours, but it's not. No. It's not your decisions. That's how they they manipulate you. It's so subtle and slow that they make you think that you've decided this. Yeah, you want it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you look back and you're like, wait a minute, no. 
That wasn't my life. That was not my life. Not at all. It was somebody else's idea of what my life should be. And they tell you, see, this is good. I spoil you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you see what I did for you? They remind you all the time. Oh, yeah. You are having a good life because of me. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel that good life. You're not enjoying a good life. You're miserable. Mm-hmm. And then you lie to yourself because you have to accept their version of reality. Mm-hmm. But when I start to look at my version of reality, my perspective, and I considered mm-hmm. what made me feel good when I was dreaming, when I dreamed of my life, the way how I wanted my life to be, mm-hmm. and I answered those five Ys, five Ws rather, dude. I start to relook every time. When do I want this? You get what I'm saying, right? Uh, why do I want this? Who am I going to be? What do I need to change? Where am I? Do I have the right environment? My five W's. Mm-hmm. Man. I, I could feel the energy building in me. And I started to make changes. No, I'll tell you straight up. It's not easy when you make the change. Because mm. your brain is not. It was very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, your brain is not accustomed to this. Your brain has gotten accustomed to trauma mm-hmm. and the abuse. Yeah, the cycle. Yep, you're accustomed to being in that same cycle all the time, you know, and you're just come around, make a resolution, lie to yourself, mm-hmm. remind yourself about Valentine's that you still love them, and, you know, ignore all the other arguing and quarreling and hating that you did in between. No, I just stopped it. Mm-hmm. This year, I stopped it. Yeah. No more resolutions. No. It was not a resolution anymore. I started to live my life. I took the emotion from the end of the year, from my when. I said, by the end of the year, I must have this. Took the emotion from that point. And I started to live it immediately. I started to tell myself it didn't matter if it looked like it just yet or not. This is the feeling that I'm chasing. Mm-hmm. This is the feeling that I want. When you do this, a whole set of opportunities and alternatives will present themselves to you. Mm-hmm. Life begins to change all of a sudden. Your mindfulness yes. is a high alert. You begin to recognize, man, you've been putting up some bullshit. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You start to see things. It's so important to reflect. Too. Yes. Like, the, ref, reflecting on this year. This year alone, all the stuff that I've chosen, all the stuff that I've done, it's easy to forget day to day. But I left my, my toxic relationship mm-hmm. back in April. Um... I've done so much healing and growing this year. And I, I am a different person this year than I was last year. Are you the person you want to be? I'm getting there. I'm getting, yep, I'm getting closer. You're happy with the person you are now? I love me. Yep. Yeah. I'm proud of what I've done, what I've accomplished this year. Because yeah. it was not easy. It was, none of it was easy. But what I realized after leaving that relationship and I was living in a place where 
you know, of course, different environment. And I realized there was like, there was like an emptiness in my head. I realized that it was no longer filled with uh, doubts and, and fear and the obligation that came with being in a toxic relationship. Oh, is he going to be upset if I do this? Oh, I, I want to go here, but I won't because, you know, maybe he's got plans for me or like all of that just slowly started to fade away. And then there was, there was like nothingness in my brain. It was so weird. And then I realized now I have to replace all that nothingness with what I want. Yes. It's about you. That's, that's what I learned. I learned to take care of me. I learned to love me. I learned to want me. And there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. There's nothing wrong. They, they tell you you're selfish. Yep, when that's... you think about you. Yep. When you get what you want. Mm -hmm. They tell you that. The, the society around us says, oh, you should be selfless. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I'm going to be silly and stupid and say you should be self-more. <laughs> Stop being selfless. Mm -hmm. Stop reducing yourself. Because mm -hmm. of somebody else's ideals. Yeah. What they're basically saying is if you reduce yourself and you increase the other person, your partner, your whatever, whoever else you're answering to, then you see they're going to give it back to you in, a, in return. Mm -hmm. uh, no. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It is impossible. Because they're not inside of you. They're not you. Mm -hmm. Only you can satisfy you. Your dreams. <laughs> Your dreams are your pursuit of happiness. Your dreams identify clearly to you what makes you happy. And only you can do something about it. Mm -hmm. Only you can make you happy. Now, here's what I learned as well. And I'm going to wrap up on this. What I learned is that when I started to pursue what I wanted, when I created who I wanted to be, and it made me happy with me. And I stopped inserting other people into my dreams. I stopped dreaming for what I wanted and including another person. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying, right? Oh, I really want to like go to this place. Let's say I wanted to go to a typical place like Paris or something. I would imagine myself with that person. Mm -hmm. Which means I also have to imagine them feeling good about it. Mm -hmm. And I have to imagine what I'm going to do to make them feel good about it. What I realized mm -hmm. I was doing to me was like, that's putting me in control or in responsibility for how they feel. Mm -hmm. uh, they never told me they wanted to go to Paris. Mm -hmm. I learned to dream all on my own. And if you're in a real partnership, real friendship, whatever you want to call it, when you share your dreams with that person. They would allow you the freedom to be yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you happen to have similar interests, then you can share it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, they'll cheer you on still. They don't ask you to be selfless. Mm -hmm. Yes, these are functional friendships, relationships, yes. partnerships. 
That's how it's supposed to be. Yes. They, they allow you to go on mm -hmm. to wherever you need to be to be bless you that you can be. It always bothered me that you could love a person, but then it had to hurt so much when you had to go off to do something that makes you happy. Oh, you're abandoning me, or you left me alone. I'm going to miss you so much. It's like, well, what's wrong with you people? Mm -hmm. You're insecure. That's what's wrong with them. I want to encourage you for 2024. Don't get stuck in this cycle of forget. Let's not turn a new leaf. Like if there mm -hmm. were no more pages in the story of your life. No. Reflect. Look back. Read your story from the beginning again. That's what I did. I went back and I started to read. I literally made a journal of what happened to me. And I started from my earliest memory. I kind of remember everything, but it helped. Mm -hmm. Started at three years old. That's when I could remember. Three years old was when I started my first memories. And just doing that exercise and writing it down, I was mm -hmm. able to recognize the patterns of abuse. Mm. So much easier to see it yes. when you're on the outside looking in. Absolutely. And that's what I did. I, I didn't forget anymore. I started to remember. I started to do something about what had happened to me. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a really good exercise for yes. the new year. Look back at this year, because it's currently this year. Mm -hmm. Look back and reflect on the year past. Yes. What what was good about it? What was not good about it? What would you want to change? Yes. Change it. Absolutely. Understand what you're going into. Understand what's the you know that repetition, those patterns. Look at them. They're giving you the same process. They're giving mm -hmm. you the same result. Change it. Yep. In 2024, you're going to change. You it's, do your reflection. You don't do forget. It's not easy. It's not comfortable. It will be uncomfortable. Yes. It will be very, very uncomfortable. Yep. But it's like going to the gym. <laughs> doing doing uh, leg day. Oh, it hurts. Everyone loves leg day. Yeah. And you're so sore. It's so uncomfortable. Right at one where your foot is trembling. <laughs> you're trying to drive the car. <laughs> That's a good one. Or you catch crap when you press the bricks. <laughs> it's it's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? You're building your muscle. Yes. It's the same thing. You have to live in that uncomfortable space for a while to grow from it. Absolutely. To strengthen your mind. You need that. No, 2024 is going to be beautiful. It absolutely. You know why? Oh, tell me why. Because we're going to make it beautiful. Absolutely. We're we in control. Create. We create the life that we want. Yep. We will manifest our dreams. And Tiffany and Tyron will be on the journey with you. Thanks a lot for listening again today. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a fantastic New Year's.